0: Ha <laughs> we here Big Fish shit ooh, ooh. Welcome to the podcast Hope y'all enjoy it, hope y'all learn something and most importantly, we hope y'all elevate. Let's get huh Big Fish, hit a big lick. We gon' bet it right back and hit a big flip. We been up for a minute and we still lit. Get yeah, them cats going top, but we don't feel shit. Giving y'all gems y'all could live with, elevate your mind, never mind all the bullshit, finna talk about stocks, we ain't worry about ops, first get the bread up then buy back the whole block, ten toes down, we ain't never gonna stop, I'm a man of my word, I ain't never gonna flop, if I said it then I meant it, real ones gonna respect it and it's still OG, it's in me, I'm represented. big fish shit. Uh, I don't know if y'all can see the hawks. These big hawks, they fly around here. I think they, I don't know what they do. They go to the top of these buildings and excuse, uh, hopefully you guys can hear me. Let me try to turn the mic up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, these hawks, they fly around. It's kind of cool to see um, airplanes as well, so just bear with me. Uh, But, I wanted to jump on today to talk about Tyree Nichols. Um, I literally just got done watching a bunch of the footage, the body cams, and some other video angles, and a lot of emotions came to mind, a lot of thoughts came to mind. And am I surprised? No. Is that a shame? Yes. the number one thing that shocked me or that disturbed me I should say was the fact that afterwards when I saw the body cam of the officers they were sitting around one was smoking a cigarette and it was almost one was actually bragging about throwing haymakers you know punches and stuff knockout punches you know a haymaker and bragging about it and it was such, like, punkish, like, it was a punkish mentality in so many different ways. You're bragging about, you know, there's like four or five of y'all jumping on one very, very small individual. Very small. You can tell that all the officers seemed a lot bigger than than Tyree. And it, it, it's, you know, it's. You don't. I, I guess the reaction to it, there seems to be a lot of a different energy when you compare this to George Floyd, and we all know why. You know, George Floyd was the result. Uh, he was. It was a situation dealing with a white police officer and an Asian officer. Uh, this situation was dealing with. I believe it's five in total, four or five of them that got a, uh, you know, arrested in charge with, I believe, second-degree murder. But I think this situation, in a lot of ways, highlights our problems, black people. You know, I'm talking about black people. And overall society, since we're, we're a part of American society, and it's a huge American problem. But more specifically, I want to talk about it as a black problem because I'm a firm believer that only black people can fix this problem it's it's and I actually you know we put up I actually put up a post and we were having discussions about police interactions not too long ago and I was sharing my own sentiments as far as when I get pulled over by a black cop I feel that I'm more likely to have either an altercation or Get a ticket. That's just been my experience. The two tickets that I've received were both by black male cops trying to be hard asses. And the first one was just got my mom, or my mom just got a, uh, a new car. So the registration wasn't in there, or, or the insurance, something was missing. Um, you know, it had the new tags on it, but it was just the energy that the cop came over with. And he said, Well, you. I, I said, Hey, I'm going to call my dad. He's an attorney. I'm sure he'll be embarrassed by all of this. Well, well you better call somebody because you're getting a ticket today. That. That's the energy. You know, and the other one was heading down to one of my college roommates, my brother. Uh, his, uh, his mother was passing, heading down to the funeral. And. You know, left on like the morning of the funeral. Just my mom and I, we're heading down from Jersey to Virginia, and this cop, like, it's like, bro, you know, told him like, hey, you know, my apologies, um, you know, just trying to get down to a, you know, close family, fr- close family member, my, my brother, uh, you know, college woman, like, told him the story, you know, and. It's just the energy. Now, not to say that that should excuse me, but it's just the energy. You could feel a different type of energy, and that's just been the case when it comes to me with my interactions um, with officers. I never really had a, a terrible, you know, interaction, um, neither here nor there. But why I say that this could be what could trigger us to move forward in the direction of solving a problem. I'm saying it because, and let me me preface it with, you know, a lot of times we talk about, you know, getting to the root of the problem. Getting to the root of the problem. We always talk about that. But when you get to the root of the problem, we can't just stay there. We can't just stay in that place at the root of the problem. For example, even though these cops were black, I'm sure a lot of people will say, and I'll acknowledge it as well, that the reason why black people are not respected, and especially the black man's life, as well as the black woman's life, but the black man's life, just talking about Tyree, is, is valued so little and why people think that they can kill a black man so easily, where if it was a white man in that situation, the officers would think twice is because slavery, oppression, all of these different things, all these different laws, we know what we've gone through in this country. However, if we just stay with the root of the problem and just continue to just sit back and say, oh, it's because of, you know, white people, oppression, and slavery, cool, let's say that we're right. Let's say that everybody believes that. Is that going to solve the problem? Or do you want to be right? Do we want to be right or do we want to actually fix a problem? That's the question that we have to ask ourselves. And I'm going to talk about the culture of black people as well. And I'm sure a lot of black people, when I start talking about the music, people are going to say, oh, well, you know, it's because these white record labels, they pay these young black men to make this type of music. Cool. Cool. Let's say that we're right in all these areas. But we'll get to that part when I get there. When it comes to this situation, until we understand that us just staying in the root of the problem, we're never going to grow. If we just stay at the root, we're never going to grow. We have to figure out how we can grow. Okay, we identified the problem. We understand how it happened, why it happened. But now we need to focus on how to solve it. And if we're saying every situation, still blaming white people for it, then obviously, if we're going to say that, if we're all going to address that and buy into that, then how can we expect and ask and beg white people to be the ones to solve it? That makes no sense. So regardless whether we're right, regardless of whether we're owed, regardless of whether... People should have higher morals and values, and people should help us solve our own problems. That may all be true, but at the end of the day, it's not going to happen. This will never happen unless we take it upon ourselves to solve our own problems. Now, how do we go about that? There's a lot of different ways, but identifying the problem where there's just a, such a lack of respect for black men. When I, and it's funny, I saw a post. I saw a bunch of posts actually where they were talking about the cops and they were saying that those cops, how they treated Tyree Nichols, it looked like how our music sounds. Think about that. That image of them jumping this and killing this young black man is exactly how our music sounds. And people will always say this and that, like, oh, well, that's just entertainment. It's not just entertainment. It's our culture. You can look at any generation and the music reflects the culture and vice versa. It's a mirror. Show me the music and I'll show you the culture. Show me the culture and I'll show you the music. They go hand in hand. But for whatever reason, we feel that this is, it's almost as if, like, I really don't know what it is. Because to me, you see this type of situation where it was just so normalized. That's why I was talking about why it was so disturbing afterwards with the police officers. They weren't nervous, they were chilling. They were bragging about what they did smoking a bogue. That's how they felt about that young black man's life. That could have been their little cousin, their little brother, that was a father. That's how they felt about it. So how can we get mad at other people for looking at us as less if we're not even if we look at ourselves as less? And if we're not even going to hold ourselves to a a higher standard of how we regard how the regard that we hold each other in. And we can sit here and say all day, I'm sure as people are listening right now, but but if it wasn't for this white thing, if it wasn't, you're right. Cool. You're right but that has not solved anything. We are things are not getting better. They're getting worse. It doesn't matter how many billionaires, Jay-Z, whoever else, it doesn't matter. Those are the few. That's what that's what society does. They highlight a few, right? And make it like, "Oh, you can you can aspire to be like that." They've been doing this since slave times. And speaking of the music and especially touching on Jay-Z, this is how insane we are as a people. I remember Jay-Z, I believe it was Jay-Z and Meek Mill, they were um, trying to, or they did pass legislation, or they got some legislation passed, or they're trying to, so that rappers' lyrics couldn't be used against them in court. And black people were celebrating it. To me, that was disturbing. That was disgusting. The fact that we're celebrating... That Jay-Z, a grown man, an adult, an old man, an elderly man who's not a child, who should understand, especially if you came from that, that you're fighting to have lyrics not be used against rappers in court so that they won't get locked up, but not even realizing the fact that if their lyrics are bad enough for them to get locked up, then those very same lyrics are going to encourage our youth. To get locked up and to kill each other. So maybe lyrics should be used against people in court like a young thug. I heard that his lyrics were being used against him. Maybe they should be used against our rappers in court because maybe that will incentivize them and give them the wake up call to stop putting out all this negative energy that's going to have our youth killing and going and doing stuff to get us locked up not respecting our women, not taking care of our kids, all these different things, not being the strong black male leaders that are needed now more than ever in our communities and our families and our villages. Maybe that will be the thing that gets them to say, like, oh, well, shoot, I ain't trying to get locked up, so I'm not going to, you know, be saying these lyrics because clearly they don't care the effect that it has on our communities. Clearly, they're more incentivized by the money that they receive from the labels, from everybody else. From the either young black commu- either the black community supporting uh, these artists as if we don't know the effect that they're having on our youth and our adults, to be totally honest, or whether it's other groups supporting that don't care about it, whatever it is. Clearly, they care more about their personal gains and validate that what they're doing is okay. Oh, because it's just entertainment. Or I'm just rapping, you know, where I came from. Well, it's the blonde leading the blonde. Yeah, hey. I, I, I saw um. Charleston White talking about how NBA Youngboy said something to him. And he was the first person to shut him up because he said, like, I was, he said something like, I was blonde, so therefore, like, or I was led to not be anything, so therefore I lead other people to not be anything. True. But that doesn't make it okay. And it's, it's one thing for NBA Youngboy to acknowledge this. But if NBA Youngboy can acknowledge this, doesn't Jay-Z understand the effects that his lyrics have? Or the, the effects that our culture, how it is impacted by the lyrics. Who are our leaders in the community? Who are the black leaders? Who are the black leaders? Who are the most influential black people? Rappers or Athletes. And to be totally honest, it's probably more rappers when it comes to the culture. So here, Jay-Z and Meek and whoever else was involved, you're fighting hard to have these lyrics not be used against rappers because you care about the rappers. Instead of fighting, and I shouldn't even say fighting, instead of enlightening the young rappers to say like, nah, we're not going to have these type of lyrics because of the impact that they're having in our communities. Oh, well, these record labels, they paying me big bread for it. No, no, no. Jay-Z, you want to give out money? You got big bread, right? You're a billionaire. Why don't you have a record label? And why don't you set a standard? Isn't that what the big homies are supposed to do? Set a standard for the little homies? Because the little homies just going to go where the bread's at, right? Their brains aren't even fully developed. So therefore, unless we can incentivize the young homies to, as to why, like, get incentivized with money, because that's what they're we're, we're going to have to compete against, because the record labels who don't care about the black community, right, they're willing to give them the bag, because they know they're going to receive the bag. So unless we give them a bigger bag and a good enough reason, they're not going to just wake up and realize that they shouldn't be, putting poison mental poison that causes physical harm that kills our people that gets us locked up that destroys our families into our community but i don't want to make this just about that but i think it's important for us to understand that the how the culture has an effect on situations like tyree 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 is no different. Matter of fact, it is a difference. And I want to highlight the fact that what I mentioned earlier. If why I said it's so important. For that, that this could be the situation that highlights and triggers us to make a change, to demand a change out of our people. Officers are supposed to be held to a higher standard than 12, 13, and 14-year-old little kids in Chicago that may run around gangbanging and end up shooting each other and end up killing each other, beating each other up. So if our officers that are supposed to be held to a higher standard as grown-ups, as adults, as quote-unquote leaders in the community, if that's how they see young black kids, if that's how they see a young black man why are we surprised when our young black men see other young black men as that? We have to. We have to stop. And one another thing that we have to do is stop putting an emphasis on these groups. These groups that just benefit, that finesse us, that manipulate us into thinking that they're fighting. They're fighting against, you know, the the power. That they're fighting against white supremacy. They're fighting against all these things. We have to stop getting finessed out of our money. And we have to stop getting finessed out of our power and influence. Because we put all our power and influence in a group like Black Lives Matter. So that they can bully organizations and companies into giving them money. The companies, they're getting bullied thinking that, oh well, uh, yeah, let's just give Black Lives Matter some money. So that they can say, hey, we, we gave money. We're not racist. But meanwhile Black Lives Matter they're bullying these companies which I'm not even saying that that's a bad tactic cuz a lot of organizations bully LGBTQ community in my opinion they do a very good job of exercising their power at what could be perceived as bullying I think that in a lot of cases they use their bully I'm not mad at that But what I'm mad at that what I'm mad at is the fact that we allow we give up our power so another group that claims to be fighting for our cause, we give them our power so that they can do the bullying. And then when they receive the money from these companies, it doesn't come to our communities. You look at a Black Lives Matter group. That black Lives Matter is a, is a LGBTQ feminist movement disguised as a, black, as a black movement, whatever you want to call it. Just look at their, you don't believe me? Cool. I, I challenge you to do a little research and look at what their mission statement was initially. Look at how they wanted to destroy the black patriarch family structure. That's removing the dad from the household. They wanted to remove, they wanted to destroy the fact that a black dad would be in the household. Think about that. That is exactly what our people, our culture, our communities, our villages are missing. Ask single mothers how hard it is to raise kids on their own. I just got into a bunch of, of back and forth um, on one of my posts where everybody, all women now, they said, apparently all women, this is what they commented. They told me that, hey, we want to raise our kids with a, we, with a, with a father. Okay, let's, let's I'm going to take your word for it. If that's the case, then why are we supporting a group like Black Lives Matter that is trying to remove the father from the household? Why are our women getting behind those type of organizations, these, these LGBTQ feminist organizations disguised as a black organization, Black Lives Matter, I'll say it once again, and allowing them to finesse us out of what we need? And I said it before, I, I don't see... I separate black lives from Black Lives Matter, obviously. I separate LGBTQ people, the community from the agenda, the movement. I separate women who care about women's rights and women being treated fairly from feminists and people in the women's movement. I separate the two. They're not, we're, we're, they're not the same. They're not the same. So what we have to, when you get a Black Lives Matter group, why I'm stuck on them is because I haven't heard anything. It's crickets. It's crickets. Why? Because they can't, there's no profit in black on black crime. If there was, then they would be doing movements in huge movements, just like they do with a George Floyd situation. They would be doing those same huge movements to address the issues in Chicago. Little kids dying there more than war in the Middle East, right? It's a war zone in a lot of our cities that are, that are run by Democrats. Go figure the group that, that, supports Black Lives Matter and vice versa. The group that um, Joe Biden came out and said LGBTQ is his number one agenda. So these very groups, why not partner with the leadership in these cities, BLM, LGBTQ, women's movement, feminist movement, why not partner with your leaders in these black cities that are Democrats to solve the issues of our kids being killed? Because George Floyd may have been more impactful because we saw the video and everything, but there's a, there's kids dying every day. Just while I'm recording this video, how many how many of our young black youth will die at the hands of probably at the hands of a person that looks just like them, who's probably under the age of 18, at least under the age of 21, 25. Why is that not an issue? Why didn't Black Lives Matter come running out and um? Protesting this issue Where, where where's the energy at the energy's different where's the where's all the black leaders at to come talk about this why because there's no money in it why because there's no leverage in it see the democrats will get behind a george floyd situation because they can use that to gain leverage when it comes to getting the support from the black community they can make it seem like oh the republicans they're just with the police those white racist police, they know that that will tap into our emotions as black people. They know that. They can say that. But where's that energy now? Oh, I guess it's just like boxing. Why they always try to match up black versus white, black versus Mexican. Because they know it sells. There's profit in it. Why? Because it taps into the emotions. They can always play on race. We have to stop letting people play on race to, and manipulate us because we get so caught up in our emotions. We have to move more logically. Otherwise, these situations are going to continuously happen. And I'm not just talking about a Tyree situation with the police. I'm talking about our young black men dying, period, across the board. These situations will continue to occur. Because we don't demand or set a higher standard for how we hold each other. The regard that we hold each other in. We don't look at each other as a brotherhood. This is my family. This is my village. We have no connection to that same brother. You could have gone to school with him, live right down the street, live on the next block or whatever, and that's your op. It could be a black police officer supposed to be a leader in the community. Supposed to be a leader in the community. But those same black police officers are going to be bragging and smoking a cigarette and bragging about how four or five officers just beat a man to death and not even tripping over it. Go look at the body cam video. He looking for his flashlight. They're not even concerned, which shows me that this is just a typical normal day to day activity for them. It's regular. And you know what that reminds me of? The little homies in the hood that shoot each other, that kill each other, that destroy their families. The lack of fathers, all that ignorance. It's the same mentality. It's just another day. It's just another day in the hood, right? So, at what point are we going to start to exercise and understand that we need to have an internal battle? We need to have an internal battle. And once we have that internal battle, where well, we can start to get on the same page, to start to understand that we are the only ones that can solve our challenges, our problems, our oppression. We. And you don't solve it by asking. When two teams compete against each other, they don't ask the other one to win, they bully them into winning. They compete. They have a game plan. They prepare. It's like we're playing a game of chess and we're not even realizing, like, I don't even want to get into that. I don't even want to get into that. But we should be playing more chess. We should be be more logical. I, I don't know... I think we all can identify answers to the problem. But, see, me, I look at answers and solutions as different. To me, an answer is... An answer is when you're... Let's say you're playing sports and you draw up a play and it should work on paper. But what I see a solution as... And it's just me. I haven't even looked them up in the dictionary. It's just me. What I see a solution as... Is the execution aspect. Us actually executing it. We need solutions. We need execution. We don't need. No disrespect. All these old leaders. 60, 70 years old. Who have been. Fighting this same battle. Since they were in their 20s and 30s. We don't need that. Come on, y'all got to pass the torch. You have to not only pass the torch, but enlighten the younger generation. And not use the same tactics that we've been using that haven't worked. You got all these, these so-called black leaders aligned with Democrats mostly. It just is what it is. All the parties, no, no party cares about us. No party cares about us. So stop thinking that one does. Parties care about themselves. So until we develop a certain level of value and influence, then they have no reason to care about us. If we blindly vote for this group without them doing anything, they have no reason to do anything for us. And if we won't even consider this other group, and we don't even have enough leverage to the point where we can come to the table and, hey, let's do a deal, Ice Cube, where he got bashed for trying to do a deal, it's... Like I said, I don't I don't I don't know the solution. But I think we all can figure out the answers. I think our problems are very simple, not easy, but very simple. Very simple but but not easy. Simple steps, but it's not easy to execute just cuz we've been so indoctrinated. We 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 have these leaders that use the same tactics from from the '60s and '70s, like, imagine using the same iPhone now using the iPhone One. You you think you're gonna outcompete somebody with a with a with the newest version? Like, you come on. If we really care about Tyree if we really care about our young black youth, then what are we gonna do? Are we going to stop putting all of our hopes in the Democrats? Are we going to stop putting all our hopes in Black Lives Matter? Are we going to stop putting all our hopes in the church? Are we going to stop putting all our hopes in the public school system? Or are we just all as individuals going to make a decision that, hey, let's be open to something a little bit different. Maybe what we've been doing hasn't been working. Are we going to embrace the leaders that actually present different ideas? Are we going to embrace the strong black leadership that seems and comes across as radical just based on because our leadership has been so soft? At what point are we going to realize that The ship is sinking and it's been sinking. We're dying. Our our kids, our youth, we're dying. They're dying. I I don't consider myself youth anymore, but. At what point are we going to hold ourselves to a higher standard across the board? And at what point are we going to reevaluate the type of leadership that we need? At what point are we going to study the playbook of other groups that have been successful in making power moves for their villages? At what point are we going to stop saying stuff like, well, who needs to, we don't need to follow this group. We're fine. Our culture is not that bad. All of our culture is bad. Our culture is trash our culture is trash it's like we don't realize we're losing we're 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 dying and we're losing but for whatever reason we feel that we should protect our worst that we should protect the very things that are detrimental to our communities talk about music talk about our culture and it be and it'll be the main people that suffer the most from the culture and the impact that it has on them defending it go figure But it just goes to show you how how brainwashed and indoctrinated we are. And and to keep it real, it's on autopilot. White supremacy doesn't even have to do anything anymore. We're doing it to ourselves. White supremacy doesn't have to convince those those black cops to go do what they did to Tyree. Who 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 are we? How are we going to start holding our people accountable? we're going to start holding our people those cops I I hope I hope they get everything that's coming to them I hope justice is served in every way and and to the furthest extent when it comes to them whatever that means just to leave it on here on camera just we'll leave it at that However, my energy is more focused on how can we prevent these situations from happening moving forward. And when I say we, how are black people going to start to take the driver's seat for our problems instead of asking other groups and putting our hope and faith in other groups? Barack already ran the the hope campaign. Didn't do anything. Our black churches, we've already been told to have faith. Dude, it ain't been working. Black Lives Matter, I don't know what they were screaming, to be totally honest. No justice, no peace, no race, whatever. When are we just going to stop being loud and start executing? Stop protesting and stop executing. Stop protesting and putting the badge on like you did your part to to end racism or to end white supremacy or whatever you feel like you're doing. It's just like when people go to the polls and they put I just voted on Oh my god, you're a hero. You're an American hero. And I, and I and I do I, as I'm speaking and I I have to apologize because I don't want to take attention away from what happened to Tyree Nichols. However, I feel what our people do too much is that We don't talk about how to prevent these situations from ever happening again. How we can prevent them. The steps that we need to take. We'll be outraged. We'll blame this group. Blame that group. Tell them they need to do this. Tell them they need to do that. Put all our support in these groups that don't care about us. That are destroying us. Manipulating us. finessing us. So I have to address it like this. I have to address our culture. There's no way that we can allow, we can see a situation like that and not think that it has anything to do with our culture. And I'm big on culture coming from the top down. So all of our so-called leaders, maybe we need to reevaluate those. Because just like if a company doesn't do well, the people at the top are getting fired, they may do some firing as well. But they're doing firing because the heat's coming on them. So at what point are we going to start looking to the top and saying like yo maybe we maybe we need to reevaluate our leadership maybe we need to reevaluate who we're putting our hope in our faith in maybe we need to restructure our minds and how we see things moving forward and and it's ironic well i don't know if it's ironic but We have Black History now, Black History Month, right? At what point are we going to start to create some leaders now that can make an impact 20 years from now and be highlighted and say, hey, they made a difference? We're still, no disrespect, we're still celebrating the same people from over... It's like 60, 80 years we're celebrating people from. Not to say that they shouldn't be celebrated, but why haven't we had any leaders fill those shoes, take over to the point where we can celebrate them? Because we've been losing for a long time. And on losing teams, see, being on losing teams. And once again, I apologize because it it may seem like I'm getting away from the Tyree Nichols situation, getting away from Tyree. I don't want to get away from that. Uh, But I just don't want his death to stand for nothing. I don't want it to be another meaningless death like every other black death that we see. And the only time that it has meaning is when other groups benefit and our problems are never solved. They're never even addressed. It's just the appearance of them being addressed so that those other groups can get what they want out of the situation. Just look out. This is not. I'm not saying anything that's not a fact. This is. This, these are things that are happening. And if you think not, then tell me. Tell me. Tell me otherwise. Tell me otherwise. Tell me what we get from all of these meaningless deaths. What has changed? We use the same playbook. And expect a different result. But that goes back to the losing mentality. On any losing team that I've ever been on, it was a mindset. You move differently. I've I've talked to certain college coaches where they said that they won't even recruit certain players if they came from a losing team. Because they come from a losing culture. Losing cultures impact those kids in different ways. They develop losing habits. Losing mentalities. So even though they may be majorly talented, can come into a perfect situation and do well maybe. But what happens when stuff starts to go downhill a little bit with the up and, co- up and down roller coaster that life is, that competition is, that sports is? Will they have the mindset developed to actually get through those challenging obstacles? Or will they just revert back to the losing culture? We have a losing culture. We have a losing culture. And before I go into too much depth, With why I think we have a losing culture. I'm just going to say. I think we've just put faith in the wrong areas. We've put faith and hope. In the wrong ways. Our execution has been bad. Our execution has been bad. So even if we are putting. Even if you feel that we're putting faith in the right areas. The execution has been bad. The investment has been bad. It's been weak. The sacrifice has been minimal at what point how many rappers we need to die how many young black men we need to die how many black men how many black women we need to get disrespected and die how many how many kids do we do we need to suffer until we just start to say like yo we're demanding more we're not asking we're not asking this group or that group or this group for support if we need support we're going and taking it that's what every group does we are it's like we are like we're losing but we don't want to take anything away from the winners we don't want to uh, people who are able to execute so I'm going to wrap it up with this and just ask us all like what's next for individual uh, us as individuals what are we going to do To prevent these situations from happening. To hold ourselves. In higher regards. With more respect. So that these situations don't continue to happen because. I mean does anybody. Looking around really think that. It's not going to continue to happen. You look at George Floyd. That actually. When it came to what it did to the country? Could there be anything else that is greater than that from an impact standpoint? A greater wake-up call for us to figure out that, hey, it's on us and only us to execute. Other groups want to support us? Hey, amazing. We have to be leading those efforts and we have to take full accountability regardless of what support we get. So, um, definitely sending positive energy out, prayers for Tyree and his family. Um, saw his mother speaking. She seems to be very strong. Um, and and I I didn't hear her. Yeah, I just want to say I'm going to make another video, um, a follow-up on this as well. Uh, because to be totally honest, I wasn't even going to make this video because I, I don't like... I don't like talking about events like this, especially. I like I like um, getting all the information. Um, I don't like using these type of current events as clickbait or anything like that. But at a certain point, we have to understand that if we're going to make an impact and if we're going to have change, then we need certain people's voices heard and we need to... Use Tyree's situation to make sure that we can do right by Tyree and and what's doing right by Tyree I would assume, I'm just speaking for me is to do everything we can to make sure that there's not another Tyree to make sure that we get on the right side of this and move with a more positive trajectory instead of moving downhill faster and faster and faster which is what we continue to do so Look out, I'm going to write, I'm going to dive into more so with, um, you know, what I was mentioning with the culture, with the music, with other impacts and influences. uh, Perhaps, you know, even, I don't even want to waste time on BLM, to be honest. They're such jokes to me. They're such jokes. They make millions. They gave out millions to all these other organizations. Didn't do anything for black people. They're buying mansions. Didn't do anything for black people. They're poverty pimps. And they took it to a whole nother level because they were pimping out they were pimping out us and using our power to bully and pimp out these corporations for their own personal gain. So let's look internally. There's a war that we need to fight internally, and to be totally honest, everybody everybody can't go. <laughs> My brother been telling me for years, everybody can't go. And people that are not on board with embracing um, holding our people, us holding each other with greater respect to a higher standard. Maybe they just can't go, and maybe that's going to be necessary to make sure that our next generation is aware of what Black culture should be and how we should treat each other, and how we should demand that others treat ourselves. Others treat us. So with that, man, I'm gonna let y'all rock. Uh, you know, definitely. Like I said, I'll be sending my thoughts, prayers, energy, healing energy, condolences to Tyrese's entire family. And like I said, what's next? What are we gonna do? I'll see y'all later. Ha! We here. Big fish. Shit. Ooh welcome to the podcast hope y'all enjoy it hope y'all learn something and most importantly we hope y'all elevate let's get Uh it big fish hit a big lick we gonna bet it right back and hit a big flip we've been up for a minute and we still lit get them cats going top but we don't feel shit we just giving y'all gems y'all can live with elevate your mind never mind all the bullshit to talk about stocks we ain't worry about ops first get the bread up and buy back the whole block ten toes down we ain't never gonna stop i'm a man of my word i ain't never gonna flop if i said it then i meant it real ones gonna respect it and it's still og it's in me i'm